incest topics. Yes. Okay. What sort of an incest scene? Um, it was a really. I didn't realize that it was going to be an incest scene. But you get um, there and your dad's there. <laughs> oh God, that'd be so awkward. No, it was. Um, we actually had to do a disclaimer after the video it's, saying uh, that we are not actually out. mother and daughter. It was. Um, you know, uh, making a big deal out of this day today. But <laughs> 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 well, here we are. You know. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In the Boogie D, birthplace of Penny Marshall, home of Edgar Allan Poe, where he wrote Annabelle Lee, not to mention Woodlawn C. Final resting place of Roland H. Macy, F.W. Woolworth, James Cash Penny, that's right, J.C. Penny. A lot of people who have department stores dead at Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx. A convicted drug dealer there shot himself in the crotch while high on MDMA. It felt so good. Warm. 32-year-old Anthony Hauser, happy on MDMA, frustrated his buzz with a very loud bang, causing temporary deafness to his dick and balls. I was high on Molly, sitting in the passenger seat. I thought I had the safety on. I adjusted my waistband. The gun was in my hand, and it went off. Old cops. That's according to a criminal court complaint. Boy, this guy really knows how to party. Why bother hallucinating if you're not going to drive around the Bronx with your gun? Hauser wisely hid the loaded gun in his girlfriend's purse. Cops later saw the gun in there as she was making out a witness statement. Joining me now, Aaliyah Janine. Hey. How's it going? Okay, so he shot himself and then he hid the gun in his girlfriend's purse. That's the only natural thing to do. I guess. The meatloaf is poisoned at Rikers Island. <gasps> and violence is golden. And the COs would sooner watch you die than go looking for a first aid kit. Not that the inmates are any piece of cake. And if they were, it'd be an excessively violent, anti-sweet, man-murdering, woman-raping cake. A man in Rikers locked up for killing a baby. It sounds what? worse than it is, I'm sure. Yeah. Broke a screw's head open with a single punch. Jesus. He picked on somebody his own size. Sent him reeling, busted his dome on the floor. City inmate Martin uh, Kiringdongo, age 29, 5'9", 175. The correction captain, Claudel Jean-Pierre, six foot two and over 200 pounds. Well, in the Daily News, I quote, uh, tapping a jailhouse source here uh, he reported uh, it's reported that kieran dongo sucker punched jean pierre as the guard looked at his watch after being asked the time so uh yeah i guess if you would have only <laughs> remained standing after that first punch you could have followed up with your shoelaces untied <laughs> <laughs> but the guy just like a real foolish person what time is it he looks down punch the violence uh, comes amid the bloodiest year at rikers in more than a decade City records show 108 jail stabbings and slashings in the fiscal year. Uh, yeah, in the term. 108 stabbings. There's been 109 uh, homicides in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, of, um, in just nine months. I think, yeah, that's uh, murder is up all over the country. Yeah. yeah Baltimore is way ahead of New York now. Uh, we're losing our edge. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. If you want to be uh, assaulted, you got to get into Rikers. And people are getting caught. A lot more, mm -hmm. it seems. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, those are the, that's the, that's the the perils, you know, of being in a city where they will like, uh, you know, look in your pockets every now and then, and sometimes they'll just tackle you when you're standing on the street. 
just because you look like somebody. Retired tennis great James Blake in a case of mistaken identity uh, thrown to the ground by an overzealous police officer. Overzealous? Blake was mistaken for 26-year-old Jarmaine Gray, uh, later arrested for uh, with another suspect, Gray was. Uh, Blake is biracial. Uh, he has sex with black people and white people. Oh, that's good for him. He swings both race. Both race. <laughs> <laughs> if, if biracial means, for instance, it could be like one white and one black parent. Or black or Asian. Or for instance, I said, yeah. So if you have one male and one female parent, shouldn't that make you bisexual? You know, one would think, like, technically speaking. Are you bisexual? Um, yeah. I've been known to swing both ways. Actually, more pansexual, because I've also had sex with transsexuals. And animals? No. Told uh, Good Morning America here uh, that he didn't think the arrest was a case of racial profiling. Mr. Blake did. He said he thought it was just a use of excessive force. I thought it was kind of nice that like he's he's only he's he's half a black guy. He's half a black. Uh, so he doesn't. He does. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the white side of him talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he does. He's, a, you know, he's like, and uh, what if he was like a cookie? You know, like one of those black and white cookies, and oh. he would like turn and like say. Remember how like they would have a, a character that was like a uh, male on one side and, and a female, the female on the other? Yeah. yeah, and they would do the dance thing or whatever. Yeah, and then turn around and then say something silly. Well, he says, I probably wouldn't even be so indignant about it if it wasn't so obvious. He picked me up and body slammed me, put me on the ground. He told told me to turn over and shut my mouth and put the cuffs on. Was it necessary? No. Was it arousing? Yes. <laughs> you know I'm biracial. <laughs> Being biracial used to be cool. It's not, you know, because... It's almost kind of hacky now. Yeah. It's like... Um, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Everyone's having biracial babies. Yeah. And they're adorable, too. Like, I've noticed a lot of, like, biracial people are a lot hotter than, like, individual races for some reason. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just a case of personal choice. Could be. <laughs> you know? I don't know. But, uh, like, I guess it's nice if you have... I, I've heard that said before. Yeah. That there's a lot of times that, you know, like... Uh, Y y maybe there's something uh, that seems exotic. Yeah. Basically, that's like saying they look white, but <laughs> 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 but not like white. You know? But they're not all the way white, so you um you'll still p piss off your dad, but not nearly as much if he was a you like a full black guy. More like more like raise an eyebrow. You're like, <laughs> oh, depends on how he treats her. You could that. just tell him that he's really tan. I'm not. Uh, you know, uh, they, I, I guess they, they supposedly mix both. They understand both sides yeah. of, of things. <laughs> and I'm not even so sure that's true. Mm. Maybe they don't understand either side. Yeah, because they have their own side. Th their own side. You have your own experience. Well, both suspects, uh, they were citizens of Great Britain, charged with grand larceny, ID theft, and criminal possession of stolen property. Was that monstrously offensive, what we were just talking about? Surely not, right? Um, no, I think it's a conversation that a lot of people have. Do you, are you saying that just because we're both white? Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can watch it. Uh, $50,000 bond for these two. 38-year-old officer. And now, let's get back to the cop, James Frascatore. He's being widely portrayed as a mouth-breathing psychotic. What do you think? Um, well, he has a couple other... Um, he has, like, two court cases against him for excessive yeah, force. Yeah, two excessive lawsuits, uh, force lawsuits. Uh, lawsuits, and then, like, seven other... Well, five, five, five civilian complaints in seven months. Yeah, um, something tells me that he probably shouldn't have a badge or a gun. Maybe. 
people just have it in for him. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I, the way he threw this guy down was unnecessary. I yeah. mean, obviously, obviously, was, they had the wrong guy. Secondly, it's uh, he's like, hey, whatever happened to Freeze? Or yeah, what? Up. Or what is your name? Like you go and you talk to the person and be like, "Hey, who are you? Where are you saying?" Like you ask them certain questions. Oh, yeah. tennis champion. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, you're not the grand larceny. Oh boy, you know what? I almost did. <laughs> Oof. I tell you, back in my psycho days, I would have just thrown you down. Now, body slammed is a word I take exception to. I don't think you, because when I heard body slamming, I thought, "Oh boy." That's I can't wait because then you see the video. You because know, like, you oh, watch I mean. a lot of wrestling. Well, that's so. what a body slam is. <laughs> is. You pick somebody all the way up and you slam them down. You yes. know? So, but this is just a thing where he, he, he does run up to him and he does like kind of spin him around almost in, in a circle and then slam. dumps him on the ground. He does get, <laughs> it doesn't look like it would feel good. Yeah. It, w- it definitely wasn't necessary. However, how about a civilian body slam? Does that make <laughs> sense? Is that better than like the wrestling? I because d- isn't that like where they hold a dude over their head and then like smash him? Well, back? that's like some kind of specialized. Oh. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, they keep going bigger, stronger, faster, and everything. And and uh, I, I, I the, the moves now are just I used to watch Georgia Championship Wrestling. You know, okay, in the NWA is what it was called, and that was back in the eighties. And what the fuck is going on out there? It it's a fucking motorcycle or a chainsaw. It sounds like one of those um, leaf blower things. I fucking hate that person. <laughs> Whoever it is, are, they're ruining my day. I turned off my fan for this. You did. Motherfucking. Oh, that boy, I tell you. Boy, that makes me angry. <laughs> I don't think anyone else I'm going to go body slam somebody. Do it. Uh, meanwhile, a photo emerged showing Blake, the, the tennis player. He's, he's, uh, he's nearly a dead ringer for the man the cops thought they were hunting. At the Grand Hyatt in Midtown, as a credit card scam. That's the thing is that he's really not even like a like a high level like a terrorist or some shit like that. No, it's just for credit cards. Yeah, uh, it's not as if you couldn't like, hey, you know, hey, <laughs> 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 when they when they want their man, they really get him. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a nonviolent crime. Yeah, it's a non like they didn't say that. Oh, they're violent. They have guns. It's just like, oh, they're stealing credit card numbers, which pretty much anyone, if they had the opportunity to do it and know how I'm sure that they would try it. Even a tennis champion, which makes you think. Now, here's the other thing. The guy's 35 years old. He's retired. Okay. He made $7 million prize money or something like that over the years, playing uh, way more than that. I, I, I think that's... And, you know, he's born... In, I, he's born in 1979. So he's a year older, younger than me. Older. I, I'm angry <laughs> that uh, so I got to well, you know what? If this is the first bad thing that's happened to you in a while, then it's go not ahead. S- it's not so bad. <laughs> hey, it brought his name back in the news because I had no idea. Like he's he really was. milking it too. Eh? He's like, oh, this cop should be. Well, I mean, like at first I thought this guy's really cool. Yeah. And now I think he's kind of lingering. But I mean, that's what they'll do. Of they'll course. turn any little quote into a whole story. Uh, well, he, the the suspect had scammed a company called uh, Go Butler out of eighteen thousand dollars in merchandise. Wow! You, and, and now here, this is a quote from uh, Commissioner Bratt, and he says, "If you look at the photograph of the suspect, it looks like the twin brother of Mr. Blake." Hmm. But yet they didn't <laughs> show the photo. Of no, they showed it. Oh, they showed they? it. Okay. They showed it side by side. Not a twin brother, but you know, like maybe the, the related. Couple like of bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> could be at the same table <laughs> like maybe a third cousin or something i'll tell you this if i was if i was doing comedy on stage and i glanced down and those two guys were at a table together mm-hmm. i would accuse them of being twins jokingly knowing that it wasn't true 
That's how much they look alike, if that makes sense to you. As a it comic. does. Uh, later Thursday, Bratton said he personally apologized to Blake, and uh, Frascatore was stripped of his badge and gun pending a probe. Dun, dun, dun. Give me your badge and gun. I'm getting too old for this shit, Pascatori. Right. Well, Frasca. I mean, because he could <laughs> sue him as well. That he could have three laws. The guy's probably he's kind of cost him tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. Yeah. So five. One of these is five million against him right now. Come on, dude. Jesus, what is he doing to these? He's beating <laughs> the shit out of people. He's a, you know, oh, they, someone's got anger issues. Four years. He's been a cop. Four years. He, he went into it at that's thirty-four. Not, that's not that long either. When you're thirty. You, in your 30s, you really should kind of like be going, all right, I'm going to chill. Yeah. It must be the roid rage, maybe. Oh, do they test for roids for police officers? To make sure you take your roids, yeah. <laughs> To make sure that you're <laughs> on them. <laughs> In violent Brooklyn, a 35-year-old man, Andrew Berkowitz, charged with manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide and DWI after his drunken girlfriend fell out of his moving vehicle and was killed. And he didn't. Um, he didn't stop, and he took a while to come back and get her. Apparently, supposedly, yeah. Because they were fighting, they got into an argument. Well, maybe he was just like, well, she jumped out. Maybe he thought, you know, he, he was first of all, he was too drunk to be driving. I think this is a 29-year-old girlfriend and mother of his two-year-old son, Danielle Aronson, is the woman's name. Tumbled out of the back seat of his car. It's an SUV, actually. So she was in the back seat. She was in the back seat. This is on Bay Ridge Parkway. I don't know why she was in back. Maybe I don't think there was anybody else in the vehicle other than the two of them. Then the two of them. I don't know. I've been drunk and like we'll sit in the back seat, and I've been in fights before with boyfriends or whatnot, where I've like opened up the car door, and it's like if you don't stop this vehicle, I'm gonna jump out, kind of thing. Right. But the dudes I've always dated um, stopped and then mm-hmm. closed the door. Well, that would be the difference between <laughs> you and this Berkowitz gentleman, because he's decided to keep going. He's Not just only- like fuck it. I mean, she apparently hit her head pretty hard because she's dead. Yeah. Now, the couple had been out drinking at the Bean Post Pub and got into an argument afterwards, according to ABC7, New York.com. We really get that source in there. That matters, right? It does matter. The woman is believed to have been distracted by the fight and did not close the rear door fully when she left the bar, got into the vehicle. You know, sometimes you just slam it, you a know. Slam, or it, yeah, and, and you. Yeah, because, well, it said that he made a turn and that she fell out while the car was turning and yeah, something. Yeah, driving erratically, police say. <laughs> Just before uh, Aronson flew out, he'd made a sharp turn. It was a 2002 GMC Envoy. Those are actually pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, he didn't stop when she fell out. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> just like, kept going. I'm not going to stop <laughs> if you do that. I think it was a matter of... Uh, it it sounded like a couple people that were really bumping. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, they were... They were banging their heads together and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I could see him like swerving and stuff like that because they're screaming and she's probably telling him to stop. And then he makes that sharp turn and she falls out. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to. He He probably didn't even notice because he's just yelling or whatever. And they're both wasted. That's true, too. And he might have just been in a panic like that. Like, uh, oh, my God, I got to get this fucking crazy bitch home. (laughs) I mean, when you get right down to it, if you're an adult and you get into a car and you close the door, right? Mm-hmm. Your 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 job is to all you have to do is get into a vehicle and close the door. He has to do all the rest. Yes. Now, and I would say that if it was the woman driving or the man fell out or whatever, it just doesn't seem to me is it now not coming back right away. Okay. That's uh, a little douchey. But is there an explanation? I don't know. 
it just <laughs> maybe I, I, he was just like fuck her i'm just gonna leave her there it's fine i could do this on my own and then all of a sudden he starts like you realizing know, i think what he realized is that like oh are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i gotta go back I'm and get her drunk I'm drunk, and I don't know what to, you know, he knows he's been drinking, and so yeah. he knows, he's going up for DUI. He probably thought that was the worst of it, is the DWI. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Because and that is expensive. And now she's uh, hopped out of the fucking car. Now it's, like, you know, attracted attention in the, in the cops and everything. Well, it turned out she got killed. I'm sure that he didn't expect that. He refused to take a breathalyzer. Which is never uh, really a good thing. Well, I think that it's one of those deals that's like you might as well not because you know we're gonna get in trouble anyway. It's gonna. I, I I'm not sure if it's more harsh the penalty for not taking it or if you blow like a point two six or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just Aronson's uh, the girl's distraught father said she hasn't yet broken the news. Oh, to the two year old son. Yeah, to the two year old son. Yeah, that the yeah, mom's Yeah, how do you home. tell a two year old son? He said he doesn't know anything. He's two. Nothing. He should know his colors by now. Yeah, he Shapes. should know. He should be able to say mom and, and dad. Well, he's definitely going to know that she's not mom? around. <laughs> yeah. She's he, should, he should be able to say, where's mommy? <laughs> he should be able to miss his dead mother. Oh, <laughs> and, now, and now he's not going to have a father either. Two-year-olds have all learned that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. He's going to be sent up forever. How is that going to help anything? Well, I, see, I, that's, the, that's the thing. I don't, I, this seems like an accident to me. Oh, no, it was definitely just a drunken, like, real, real bad accident. But you're drunk, you shouldn't be driving, and, and then, you that know, you suffer the consequences. Yeah. Um, and even if it's like, uh, you know, even if she did jump out and try to take a roll, you know, which who knows? I mean, I, you've been, like you just said, yeah. people get crazy when they drink. Crazy, uh, and when there's love involved and you're angry, people do insane things. Her father told the Post that his daughter, uh, quote, was a good girl. She was raising a beautiful child, doing the right thing. You know, going out, getting drunk with her boyfriend, riding yeah, around. getting into a fight. Uh, she was doing a good job raising him, she said, of her grandson. She was a diehard Rangers fan. She was a Yankees fan, so we had our differences. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's, a, that's a guy who does not know what the fuck to say. Right. He's just, well, yeah. he just lost his daughter. So yeah, that's I what guess. I mean. He doesn't know what to say. I, yeah. I don't blame him. I mean, I thank God I don't have kids, you know. I, oh. I hate to lose my fucking daughter. I have dogs. I, mean, my, I remember my mom said, she's like, what are you going to do when Lucy dies? And I'm like, I'm going to be fucking devastated and cry and probably drink a bottle of vodka. I don't know. It's really? My dog. You know what you ought to do is you ought to go out for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that vodka. Yeah. A Latvian beauty, Vinny V from Poughkeepsie, engaged to be married, destined for tragedy. Or was it murder? Murder. A capsized kayak in the cold chop of the filthy Hudson. Vinny V didn't make it. The story goes his younger fiance pulled the plug on his boat, sinking his battleship for the win. Uh, he called for help. G6. She pushed his oar out of his reach. Well, when he told her to call 911, she took her sweet ass time. 35 year old Angelica Groswald. Faces a second-degree murder charge. After romantic kayaking trip with her fiance in upstate New York turned tragic. He's getting further and further away from me. I, I, it was a warm April evening, but the river deceptively just 46 degrees, cold enough to kill. And a video of her 11-hour interrogation, during which she says, "All right, I'll give you a fucking statement. 
I wanted him dead. Now he's gone. I'm okay with it. Oh, one of those coerced. Well, they think that it was. Pro- um, is that the one that? How do you coerce somebody into saying well, that? Well, she's um she's, she, um lang- Our English isn't her first language. She's from okay. somewhere else. Okay, um, that's but true. Th- that's true. But I I, I want to say that there's l- been let's listen many to a, of times. Let's listen to a moment of her talking. Okay. Okay. Well, he was still missing. Angelica spoke with the local TV station. He was trying to figure out how to paddle the waves because they were getting crazy. And, and then I just saw him flip. I saw him struggling a little bit. Police soon becoming suspicious of her. She didn't seem like the grief-stricken girlfriend of yeah, social I mean, media uh, to authority. What do you think? I know that there have been many people in that type of situation who just give a confession just to get out of there. It's been um, it's been known. Wow, Eleven hours in a confession. That's, like, that's pretty. That's a pretty silly thing to do. Like, oh, this will get me out of trouble. Just be like, well, because they get sick of them yelling at them, and it's just the pressure. Um, but they're not really detained. She wasn't under arrest. Yeah, but she wasn't under arrest until the end. Yeah, but people don't know that. They think that once they're in there, that they are arrested. I'm sure they give them sort of like incentives. To yeah. Stay. Well, no, you have you to know your ton- laws. Yeah. You have to know that you can leave if uh, you ask our are you being detained and they say no you could get up and leave but the thing is is that a lot of people don't know that she said she was relieved that he was dead <laughs> why'd she want him dead she said i wanted to be free yeah uh, Weren't they some of these like statements they're getting married. some of these statements seem to point to her guilt <laughs> like, i don't understand your language uh, how do you say i'm so distraught and i miss him is it i wanted um, to be free i wanted to be free and i wanted him dead i'm glad he's dead is that how you say i love you in your language well, you can still want someone dead and not have killed them though this is a few hours later though well I mean, you like, know i'm trying is, to help her out a little i know that's <laughs> what it is it's like a, there's like a what do you call it a, uh, the benefit of the a sisterhood <laughs> and you figure like this guy is wrong in some way but he's an innocent man who's dead that's the way i see it is like an innocent yeah. person who really uh is it, it, that's the, the toll and die, and die that's horribly. the human the human toll that you f- that you miss there yeah. yeah yeah died horribly like the, the they didn't fu- they didn't find his body for a month later he had to be down there freezing cold for a month oh poor thing down there with his skin like getting like just uh, falling off exactly yeah he's down there rotting been eaten by the uh what, what's he being eaten by in the Hudson? Is anything alive in there? Anything uh, like to eat people prob- in there? Probably some foxes, maybe. Foxes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's an otter in there. Yeah, they're gathered around for a Little, feast. Little, some fishies. They're maybe. like Vinnie V's down here. <laughs> it's Italian. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Engaged to a man she secretly wanted dead. Some say the Orange, uh, the Orange County Medical Examiner's Office has gone beyond the usual scope in Vinnie V's autopsy, ruling that his drowning death was a, quote, homicide due to, quote, kayak drain plug intentionally removed by other. Yeah, they're not supposed to do that. That was a, <laughs> that was the consensus of some uh, experts interviewed by the New York Times. Medical examiner is trying to pull some Quincy-type shit. He's trying to be a detective as well. Yeah, Quincy, if you don't get the reference. I know you do. You might. I don't know. Maybe you don't. It was a TV drama that starred Jack Klugman. Yes. After he and Tony Randall split up. Uh, now, both uh, part of the uh, NBC uh, Sunday mystery movie lineup. I don't know if you remember. It was a 
rotation of 90 minute it was shows. A long time ago. It but yeah, no, I remember. They comprised mostly of shows that had men's last names as the title <laughs> Quincy, <laughs> Banachek, Colombo, McLeod, McCoy, McMillan, Columbo. and Wife. I was a big fan of Colombo. Yeah, Colombo. That's one more question. <laughs> that's a, the worst. That's like Colombo with throat <laughs> cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Laker. Uh, yeah, Macmillan and wife, and that when Rock Hudson uh, and Sue, Susan St. James. Now Susan St. James couldn't come to terms on a new contract last season. Macmillan and wife was just Macmillan. In the series, she was killed by a plane crash. Nancy Walker, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. She was the the uh, uh, red-haired blonde uh, broad that used to sell the bounty paper towels. Okay. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. She left to start her own series, uh, Nancy Walker Show. She had her own series, lasted two months. It was produced by Norman Lear and only lasted two months. Wow. And then she immediately went to star in a Gary Marshall produced spinoff of Happy Days called Blankski's Beauties. Blankski's Beauties. She brought the Blankski character <laughs> <laughs> onto Happy Days exactly once. I have an encyclopedia of, of fucking. I could. And see Tom that. Bosley's cousin, and she was supposed to live in Vegas, and she works with showgirls for some reason. And it had Scott Bayo. In a non-Chachi role, of course it had to come. Eddie Mecca, that's uh, that's as a young, he was of Carmine Ragusa fame, and he played his own younger cousin in that. Well, anyway, Quincy became its own series, filling that slot. You'll never guess. NBC mystery movie, uh, a show called Lanigan's Rabbi. Have you ever heard of it? Uh uh, no. This is from Not Wikipedia. That. The series stars Art Carney <laughs> as Police Chief Paul Lanigan, who fights crime in a small California town. With the help of his best friend, Rabbi David Small, played by Bruce Solomon. <laughs> Small's ability in this area was attributed to his rabbinic mind and Talmudic training. <laughs> no, I remember what was the hmm. show where it had um, the Buddhist monk as like his sidekick, or he had it's, uh, Holmes and Yo Yo. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Buddhist sidekick? Oh. You're thinking of Beretta. That was a cockatoo. Am I? No. It was a different Oh, I know what it is. You're thinking of, uh, I know what you're thinking of, Kojak. Yeah. It was a lollipop. Now, uh, medical uh, forensics expert. Now, you're into forensics, right? Yeah. Uh, This is uh, Lawrence Klobinski. He says, that's just not something a medical examiner should be writing down. The way it was written sounds like the medical examiner was saying it's clearly a murder based on pulling the plug. Yeah. Medical. Like, they could tell if it's a murder, like, from a stabbing or a gunshot, but from saying that it was murder from a drowning, like, unless they could see, like, bruise marks around someone's neck from, like, pushing them down or You're something. You're saying that they shouldn't base their death findings based on extrinsic evidence? <gasps> yeah. Well, no. in Orange County, <laughs> they have based their manner of death findings on evidence extrinsic of the body for years. <laughs> The medical examiner said there in Orange County. So oh, well has that's been a, Orange County. He said it has been accepted by this county. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that just means they just let me do what I want. Kind of. Leave yeah. me alone. They watch forensic files once Quincy. many times. <laughs> well, I, I mean, is there anything to stop the medical examiner from speculating on that? I mean, it's just speculating, right? What's yeah, no, it's just, well, that's one theory. Is it admissible in court? I wonder. Um, well, he's, he has a valid, like, he has credentials that are valid, so sometimes some people, yeah, but... Six-toed Latvian Angelica Groswald, beautiful but deadly, like a fart. <laughs> she allegedly confessed to sabotaging a via uh, this Vinnie V's boat. She said it felt good knowing he was going to die. 
lawyer uh, raised the possibility that the confession was coerced, that English wasn't her first language. I tell you, I'm not buying that. I just don't think you lose all ability to speak just because you're <laughs> cops. But, you know, the, she's only the beneficiary of a quarter million dollars. To me, that's really not I a would lot of quit money. all my jobs for that. Really? For a quarter of a million? I would, f- yeah, I'd burn every bridge. Really? I'd get back on heroin. For t- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could move to Mexico and live quite well off of that. But living in New York City, a quarter of a million dollars, it's not going to last very long. Well, yeah, you got you to play smart. You know? Yeah, you invest your, well and stuff. Buy yourself one of those Unabomber shacks, <laughs> but put it down there in, in uh, the Zuccotti Park. Uh, three, $3 million bail, uh, and that's $9 million, you know, cash oh. bail, three, three bond. It's like nuts. She's on a lot of money. Uh, here's what an interrogation expert said that her that it was troubling because detectives and this is we I like discussing this case with you, Angelica Groswald. This is the Latvian woman. She uh, was with her husband, her husband to be. His boat capsized. She didn't help him with his oar. She didn't call quickly enough. She's Latvian. She doesn't understand how things work. I got this. Ah, well, uh, see, they think that the the confession is troubling because detectives asked her leading questions. And manipulated her into giving the answers they wanted. Well, it's called an interrogation. Yeah. But that's what they said. They manipulated her and given the answers they wanted. For example, it says, and this is all quoted out of the story, Groswald told detectives she removed a plug from Viafore's uh, kayak. Mm-hmm. Months earlier, she said, she took it out. But they kept pressuring her to say that she took it out that day that they went kayaking because uh, she wanted to kill him, according to 48 Hours. And, and, and then we have a quote here. When did you take it out on Sunday? <laughs> the detective asked. I didn't take it out on Sunday. The plug was already out, Groswald says. Well, it sounds to me like she's very aware of what they're doing and handling it well. <laughs> I mean, the example they give is like she's very savvy. Well, they're not really supposed to ask questions like that because that does actually mess up their investigation when they ask leading questions like, did you do this on Sunday? Instead of like, when did you do this? Because you want the person to answer honestly. But when you say like give a date or a time, they're going to put that into their memory and be like, oh, well, maybe I did do it on Sunday. Well, yeah. But the thing is, is that she doesn't fall for it. She goes, no, I didn't do it. It's uh, to me. It's like saying, look, they they these people tripped her up. Watch this. And then she just like steps over it. I I just don't... Even though English is in her first language, but she still caught that. She seemed to manage that really well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she seemed to understand exactly what was going on. Well, they live in California, so lots of wives kill their husbands or husbands-to-be for money, don't they? Isn't that a California thing? Well, they don't live in California. They live here. This is the Hudson. I thought it was Orange County. Well, no... (laughs) Orange County, New Jersey. Oh, I'm thinking of freaking California. And I even read the article. Yeah, you're from yeah, you're from California. That's why you were thinking that. Yeah. When you think oranges, you think, yeah. No, that's right. We don't talk about California with any regularity here. (laughs) Well, uh, now here's one more thing about this thing. The reason that she was so oppressed by this guy is because he wanted sex. He wanted stuff she didn't want to do. He pushed for everything. He pushed for sex, for sexual stuff, she told the detective. He wanted threesomes, four, everything. And I was not ready. Huh. Well, he needs to die. For I mean... The, well, that's a little... Here's the way I see it. You're 35. When are you going to be ready? <laughs> 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 when are you going to be ready for that first threesome? Yeah. You were working up to it? <clears throat> well, pay for your 40th birthday? Ever have a girl, whoever, who sort of implies that there's going to be a threesome, you know? Never happens. Next thing you know, you're floating dead in the Hudson. 
Yeah. And, well, the King of Sting says, think about it. All right. In Chelsea, you know how to hail a cab in Chelsea? I don't. You just put your lips together and blow <laughs> like this guy. Honey, Uber can suck my balls. <laughs> Thieves stole a woman's uh, purse while she was having a seizure in the back of a cab. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's so rude. Well, theft is theft. Yeah. A 22-year-old victim's purse contained a Rolex, though, worth 25 grand. Really? What's the 20? Well, it's New York. Never mind. And a Visa <laughs> card. That's crazy. <laughs> With a watch, it's worth 25 grand. Yeah. Why wasn't it on her wrist? Well, I don't know. But no, that sucks. Like It might have been a man's watch. When anyone's disabled or going through that and they get robbed or mugged, that's just, that's like the lowest form. Taking advantage of somebody weak? Like, super weak. People rob old people like that all the time. That's just... Yeah, no, that's... So that. I like it when, like, the older people, though, like, they actually fight back. I think that's always cool when, like, an old dude beats up a young guy yeah. trying to rob him. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, uh, uh, hey, whenever somebody is not a victim and they f- they fight back, that's great. Yeah. You know, some of these old people, like, they always have a story, though. They go, like, they robbed a 98-year-old man. It's like, he just looked like some old fucker. I didn't know how old he was. <laughs> what do you think? I fucking got his ID first? Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> old, and I needed crack. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, <laughs> how else am I going to get high? Exactly. TSA at JFK, Terminal 7, around 9 p.m., 41-year-old Margot Laurie Grant busted on a $7,500 487. You know what that is? Um, theft. A theft. Grant, a screener, entrusted with keeping dangerous people and substances off of planes, pilfered a passenger's pricey Timepiece. This one was seventy-five thousand. The Diamond Master, yes, by Menon. The Canadian victim reported the watch missing. Officials and Port Authority cops went to the tape, and the footage already uh, allegedly showed Laurie Grant stealing the watch. In a panic, she left the area. Okay, so she stole the watch, right? Yeah. They see the tape. They're like, hey, and, look and, at and you know you work there, so you know that there's cameras on you all of the time. Yeah, you know exactly where the cameras are. Yes. But I guess, uh, ooh, a shiny thing, and you can't. It's shiny. Because it was the Diamond Master. So it was probably encrusted in diamonds. Diamond, in a panic, leaves the area, smashes the watch into pieces. Which is just a (laughs) jackass move. Destroyed it. Like, how are you? Like, now she's going to have to pay for the watch instead of just being able to return it and, like, you know, getting charged with that. Now it's, like, destroying a property, like, expensive property. Yeah, a Diamond Master. I'm in a $7,500 watch, and she smashed it. She's charged with grand larceny, possession of stolen property, the sticky-fingered screener, official misconduct. You suck. <laughs> I tell you, that, that, that's the same. Now, the, now, we had a TSA. Uh, they, they took a girl into the bathroom, and just, like, the guy just had his way with her. Yeah, see, that, I always, when I That's almost as bad as smashing a watch. Almost as bad. Not, you know, the mm. whole, like, sexual assault thing is right up there. It's up there. <laughs> it's definitely up there. I'm always terrified when I go through airports just because I tend to have a lot of cash on me when I travel. So I'm always paranoid. So I'll just keep it in my hand. A lot of times, like, if you have certain things, you can hold it in your hand now and be like, I don't trust you enough. Yeah, and I think it's a good message to send. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't look at you. I don't trust you. Now, some of them are worse than others. You know the TSA you travel a lot. Yeah. Now, what? Where? Do, what? What's your impression of the TSA? Like, I'll name a city. How about uh, Indianapolis? Indian. Oh, when was the last time? Okay, so it's been 
before 9-11 that I was in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Airport. So there's no TSA. All right. Yeah, what about, not, uh, not really. De- like Burbank. Detroit? Oh, Burbank? No, never Detroit. Um, Burbank is amazing. It's like my favorite airport yeah, they're probably Ever. like, hey, what's happening, It's dude? super, yeah, it's super small, and it's really easy to get in and out of JFK. Normally, it isn't that bad, but like I said, I keep my cash in my hand. You know what, where it's bad is... Uh, Chicago's fucking horrible. Chicago's a rough airport, you know? O'Hare they they, they, they get some one. good food there at O'Hare, though. I like the food. Uh, that's all right. I try to go out of um, Midway, though. But Detroit... They were. They treat you like it's a f- like they're checking you into a prison. <laughs> Is it that yeah. bad? you ever see people like they just like march and be like, hey, hey, yeah. and like, the prisoners walking through. That's mm-hmm. what they're like. Step forward, step forward. They're like uh, constantly. It's really annoying. Oh, when they yell, when they're telling people, and I guess I get it because some people don't travel as much as I do, so I just assume that people know, you know, that you're not supposed to have a bottle of water or you're supposed to take your shoes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Take your, li- if you have a laptop, and take, take it, it out of the case. Fully out of the case and a, in a bin by itself. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like Remove with my laptop, with yeah. my belt off, like just ready to go. I'm like, let's do this. Yeah, I'm trying to get on the plane. Now, uh, I found that like the smaller the airport, the smaller the, 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 ta- the, the more... Oh, uh, what what you officious they become? No, not really. Burbank is a pretty small airport, and well, Burbank is that's a little different. I'm talking yeah. about you know like uh, <laughs> Salina, Ohio, or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like they they have this like, uh, I mean they because they, they have nothing else to do. They have nothing else <laughs> to do, and they will like yeah, they really are thorough. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a uh, it, and it's like five in the morning for Christ's sake. Come Those on, are man. always the ones that I'm. A little afraid of, because uh, I travel, I also travel with marijuana a lot of times, so I'm mm. always afraid. Don't go to Salina, Ohio <laughs> with that shit. No, you, you're, you're going to be careful, man, because uh, yeah. the laws are different everywhere. Yeah. There's a guy named Stammers arrested for conspiring to bring 100 kilos of pure North Korean meth into the U.S. He pled guilty to the charges against him. How is meth pure? That's that's what I because it's all chemical, so it's not like Breaking Bad. Not that po- no, not that good North Korean meth. Okay. Well, no, I mean like the, <laughs> there there must be like s- levels of purity, like something that has more Brillo pad, less Brillo pad, <laughs> more, more Drano, yeah. less Drano. <laughs> okay, because like know. cocaine, I get it, the pure because you get it straight from the plant, and they do whatever, and then it's pure. And then they go and you get a cut or whatever. But yeah, when they say like stuff like synthetic drugs like that, it's like, how is it pure when it's all just random chemicals? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's like, like is, did you get like the pure Cheetos, like brand name Drano <laughs> instead of like the generic or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. They must have a way of it. Telling uh, the purity funny. of it. You know, it's so funny that I just totally like, uh, I, I accepted that at face value. Yeah. That that there is uh, the your North Korean meth was somehow better. It's better. But you know, in, in in North Korea, they've gotten rid of most of the meth. Uh, yeah, because it's all here now. <laughs> Shipped it over. Well, not they didn't make it here. <gasps> they tried. It, it was te- it was tested as being ninety nine percent pure. It says. One <laughs> no, well, percent like, something natural. <laughs> I guess like one. It's like one percent aloe or something. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's blue. 46-year-old Scott Stammers was arrested in Thailand after authorities discovered that he and several others had been storing the drug with the intention of distributing it in the U.S. How much is 100 kilos? That's that's a lot. A Tan, tan Lim, a criminal involved the Korean meth labs, 
Yeah, he's, a, he's involved. He said in Manhattan court that the North Korean government destroyed many of the country's meth labs, but not those belonging to his organization. He had stockpiled a ton of North Korean meth in the Philippines. Like literally a ton? It says a ton. It doesn't say colloquially a ton. <laughs> it's not a quote, so <laughs> I assume they mean it. The plan was to get 100 kilos into the U.S. from Thailand, and they had to, you know, uh, ev- evade uh, Jackie Gleason the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was for Big Enus and Little Enus. Stammer's job was to arrange for the meth to be counted, repackaged, and delivered to a marina in Thailand uh, to be transferred to a boat that would deliver the drugs here. It's a complicated process to get meth here, isn't it? It is. You just cook it here next time. Super easy. Oh, it's not that pure North Korean meth. <laughs> Tested at 99% pure. He faces 10 years to life in prison. Uh, 32-year-old Philip Shackles will be tried in New York this month. In violent Brooklyn, an ex-con charged with murder and almost certainly to be a con again. Murder. If convicted, it's safe to say he can look forward to many years of condom. <laughs> Thank you. Daniel St. Hubert facing life in prison for killing a six-year-old boy, stabbing a seven-year-old girl. What the fuck? Yeah, while the defendant is a full 28 years old. Uh, Brooklyn Supreme Court at issue the mental condition and capacity of DSH. He actually had a similar situation years ago where he strangled his mother with an electrical cord. Oh, okay. So. This is a... I see. His older sister explained, he loves my mother... But he was hearing voices. Uh, he told me, I heard the devil tell me to do it to mom. Well, he loves your mother, but he's in love with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the devil tells you to do something. I guess you're supposed to do clear it. Clear indicator that you shouldn't do it, really. You know? Shouldn't do it? Oh. I mean, yes, I would think. What do you mean when the devil tells you to do something? You knew it was the devil. What happened? Did he challenge you to a mother strangling contest? Right. Were you for a like, fiddle of gold? going to be put into hell i I don't yeah it's not as if that's all he can offer you is that (laughs) like yeah and since you murdered somebody you're going to go to hell because of murder so it's best if you don't murder well he didn't kill the mother he just strangled her oh that's totally fine but it's the devil yeah (laughs) the devil going hey do this I don't know. So I he told know. them to kill a six and seven. Just, just why so quick? Well, see, this was earlier. This is 2009. Okay. He has strangled his mother in 2009. And, you know, he, she didn't die. She didn't want to press charges because she said he's sick. Well, it wasn't up to her. So the DA went ahead with the case. Yeah. Like, what? It, is he schizophrenic? Yes, he is. You know, he is, he is schizophrenic. That's his problem. St. Hubert's evaluations came back unfit for trial three times. Okay. During this time, he was shuttled back and forth between Rikers Island and Uncle Kirby Psychiatric Center in New York City. Now, Rikers is no picnic for the mentally ill. Yeah. Do they have a special section for mentally ill criminals? Or uh, Yeah, it's called solitary. <laughs> oh, no, that's even worse. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes they tend to die there yeah. because they do something crazy. Because like, they're fucking crazy. Well, yeah, they'll cut themselves or they'll ingest chemical lye or they'll eat the blue spots in the meatloaf. The there was blue spots in the meatloaf. That's rat. They had rat poison in the meatloaf. Who the fuck was doing that? That's some one of the cooks. A 39-year-old schizophrenic was isolated there after making a lewd gesture. And this is at Rikers. He made a lewd gesture at a female officer. Uh, he started. Uh, he well, he stared. I'm sorry. He stared at her for hours, 
rolled up his shirt to look like a penis <laughs> and thrust it toward her. <laughs> He's just saying hello. <laughs> Literally, that's how he says hello. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, he was confined to his cell after that in a mental observation unit. They kept him in that cell for seven days and nights. Without which, letting him go outside at all? They didn't let him get outside at all. They're supposed to be allowed to walk in and out of their cells 14 hours a day. Yeah. That's supposed to be open. But in this case, he didn't get to go out at all. And, and he, he, he backed his toilet up intentionally to get their attention. They just shut his water off. Oh. So it's a bad situation for him there. And so seven days and nights, no getting out until, it says, Ballard was found naked and unresponsive on the floor, covered in feces, his genitals swollen and badly infected. He died at the hospital of what officials said appeared to be sepsis, an infection that had spread to the body. Ooh. Uh, did he suffer? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. This was actually an alternate ending to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> and he's too weak to move. The chief smothers him with a pillow. Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I got, you know, if you don't want to die covered with feces, with your, you know, genitals swollen and badly infected uh, of sepsis, you really shouldn't roll up your shirt no. like, a, like a penis. No, and definitely not clog your own toilet. My goodness. Yeah, they, people would stick their heads in and just say, oh, look at that. That's, the guy's fucked up. They, uh, the mental health, uh, mentally ill people don't do well there. As we said. No. Now, Daniel St. Hubert, after being declared unfit three times, he was finally clear, uh, cleared to plead guilty. This is in the case of his mother, okay. 2009, strangling with the electrical cord. Now, if you can follow this chain of events, he was cleared by doctors to plead guilty. Sentenced to five years in prison, credited with time served then, diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic, severely and persistently mentally ill, end quote, uh, ruled more or less completely insane with a noted unpredictability and tendency towards savage violence. There was only one thing left to do. They set him free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's good to go. Well, no one at the detention center. He's dangerous. Yeah, we can't have him here. Nine days after his release. Stabbing children in an elevator. Oh. At which point his sister said... I mean, I've always kind of wanted to stab some children, so I mean, I get it. But yeah. he just... I don't. That's when you the devil says things and you go, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Don't, I don't care what you say. No. No. No means no. Well, the system let him down, his sister says. And the paper here found uh, the most sympathetic photo... Oh, I'm sure. Of the killer. Is what is he, like five years old or something? Well, it's him in court, but his expression is like less than sinister for a change. It's like, it's almost neutral. Oh. Okay, yeah, hi, big fella. Well, yeah, they can't help it. He looks like a he looks like a likable uh, football player. He he looks like he's like a, uh, like a comically out of shape, short yardage back. <laughs> That's what he looks like. His attorney, Edward Friedman, tried to order a, a second test. And DSH said, because uh, they said, you know, you're, you're good. You're ready to be, you know, you're fit for trial. You could totally do this. We <laughs> believe in you. He says, uh, or and he, he, they said he wanted a second test. He goes, I'd like to refuse that, Your Honor. I'm fit. Then he said to his attorney, we never discussed that. So what are you talking about, Willis? Well, St. Hubert proclaimed his innocence in court, telling the judge that he did not see those things happen, prompting the victim's relatives to walk out of the courtroom one by one. And I know what that feels like. <laughs> walkouts. Yeah. You ever get walkouts? Mm. Performing stand-up? I've, like, I've been doing it a long time. Uh, Almost. 
almost. Um, it was like the end of the show. We had one more comic, and a couple of people were going to get up and leave. And I'm like, wait, we have one more because I was hosting. And they stayed, though. They stayed. But yeah, I've had a couple of well, people. Oh, God. It's okay. I, I one time was uh, entertaining at a cancer ward. Oh, God. And, <laughs> you know, I thought that they would be very appreciative. I thought they'd love the show. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be like, wow, this is great. And they were, but yeah. not for being like they were the first, second, third comic, and then me. And they just didn't like anything that I said. They didn't like any of my jokes. And there's no you know, reason that I could think of. It wasn't, yeah. it's, you know, I certainly wasn't like, uh, you know, doing a, like cancer a, a lot of gay cancer material or anything. I was like, oh boy, isn't cancer hilarious? So I thought I would do that anywhere. And uh, man, they just didn't enjoy it. They hated me. And and then I got, and I got walkouts. I got walkouts. Out had, of a cancer ward? They had nothing better to do <laughs> than go back to their room and die of cancer. <laughs> By themselves. And they were like, that's better than this. And it was a painful walkout, too. I mean, they had the IVs. The IVs, yeah, and like you're watching that. them walk out. And it's not like you could really make too much fun of them because they're dying of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you're you not can. supposed to, technically, I guess. But I, if somebody's walking out, they're walking out. You know what I mean? Like, hey, get the fuck out of here. You get the hell out of here. And if that Goomba tries any rough stuff, you tell him I ain't no band later. All right. I heard that story. This Dan, this Dan St. Hubert, uh, he's, he's really something. He proclaimed his innocence. And uh, they're walking out. He says, I told you I'm not guilty. I did five years already. Look at me. The cuffs are indented in my hands. I sweat. I vomit. He complains like a pregnant lady. Can you believe the nerve of this schizophrenic asshole? That little boy will never sweat or puke again. Right. I don't deserve this, he said. This is hell treatment. Probably the most unintentionally ironic sentence I've ever heard. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, Aaliyah Janine. Yes, Pat. You Nixon. have a regular show, don't you? I do. It's called the Hormones Podcast. Oh yeah, the Hormones Podcast. Yeah. And, and how do you spell hormones? Is it a trick spelling? Um, no, it's just hormones with a W in front. That's called it. a trick spelling. Okay. Like ho- like hormones, but it's like one word. Yeah. Hormones. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, did you ever hear that dead old joke? It was like, how do you make a hormone? No. And then it's like, you don't pair or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, that's an that's old joke. Yeah. I told you. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of built up on how great that was. You should have said, yes, I've heard it a thousand times. Oh, Why I would that make her moan anyway? I mean, oh, I'm thinking, that right. no, that's that wouldn't make her moan so no, much. No, it would make her angry. Very angry. It'd probably make her call her pimp. Yeah, and you don't you want that. You had to make that. a whore collar pimp. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would make you, more you sense. You put your dick in her. <laughs> uh, so, hey, where where can we find Hormones Podcast? Um, Hormone Podcast on Twitter or hormonespodcast.com. And we're on iTunes. Okay. And Stitcher and Spreaker and all of them. And people know about you, that you are a, uh, a, a, a an adult film actress of some renown. I tell you, you have you have many clips. Yeah. And... um. I wanted to uh, mention to you. This are is we going to play that game again? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Last time she was here, yeah, we did a. That was fun. We, I played just the audio from uh, her, some of her scenes, and I was like, can you pinpoint where this is from? Name the movie. And you did pretty good. Thank you. Um, but this one is different. This is uh, just something I wanted to run by you. Uh, I, t- I think I told you about this. Uh, the the Cambria. Um, list is something that this attorney came up with in Buffalo back in 2000 when Bush was elected uh, after George W. Bush's 2000 election there was a concern 
There was concern within the pornography industry regarding possible future U.S. Justice Department prosecution over obscene material. They're concerned about being prosecuted. Cambria is known, and this guy, this attorney, his name is uh, Paul Cambria, is in, in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, no, he's actually one of um, the industry's, like, best lawyers. Yeah, uh, but this is, uh, I, I, I'm scratching my head on the on this list, because uh, he's, uh, this list of sex acts that he recommended not. pornographers not film so as to avoid possible legal problems with the U.S. government. It became known as the Cambria List and is controversial... <laughs> and subject to interpretation, isn't it, though? Yeah. All right, so um, number one, massive ejaculation on the face. <laughs> That's a bukkake. <laughs> well, is it, though? Is it? I massive. thought bukkake isn't it a bunch of guys. Yeah, it's, it, it's a bunch of guys. Well, I guess Mike John, um, he... Because Bukaki's listed separately on here. Oh, that's interesting. Because Mike John, he actually, he um, he's a director and producer. Um, you can find his movies through Jules Jordan. Um, he got um, charged with obscenity because there was one scene where he had like 27 dudes um, come in a bowl and then had the girl drink it. Mm -hmm. And so he got... Um, like, he didn't get charged with obscenity, but he ended up going to court for it. Let me see. That would be listed under uh, wax dripping. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> on the list? How is that? There's a lot of stuff on here. That's the point. It's a weird list. So there's massive ejaculation on the face. This is, there's a lot. It's urination, adults appearing to be underage, subjects involving the dead, subjects involving religion, <laughs> shots with appearance of pain or degradation. I mean... That's a whole genre. And that's like all of kink.com, but that's all. Bukkake, spitting or saliva, <gasps> mouth to mouth. What? That's one of my favorite things to do. It's like just kissing, right? I mean, that's sleepless in Seattle. It kind of. Well, sometimes like if you ever, have you ever had it with like. Spit well, in well, somebody's well, mouth? Yeah, well, you don't smoke a lot of pot, but I do. So sometimes like I'll have the dude spit in my mouth. So I have some saliva because I get kind of mouth. Now, is it like uh, and during sex or just like, hey, can you give me a. And well, <laughs> not, not with the extra. <laughs> Chewy stuff. No, it's like across the room, kind of like hey, open. Catch uh, this. Uh, sort of like popcorn, <laughs> you know, little game. Uh, coffins, food used as sex object. What? That's silly. I've totally fucked bananas before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and 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 the, and the Justice Department didn't come down on you for that. Uh, no. So which far. hole? Which hole? <laughs> <laughs> uh, blindfolds are on here. Wax dripping. Two penises in near mouth. I mean, you'd be run down on all these. Basically, we wouldn't have jobs anymore. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll oh, you know what I think that list was for? That was for um, because they're um, with the no on B, the, um, the condom law. That is a bunch of the stuff that we would not be able to do if that law passed basically condom we law yeah where um they blindfolds forced coffins religious stuff th they wanted us well maybe that may be yeah, a little bit is, extra yeah uh, it, it's his own list it's not the condom thing because it's 2000 okay let's do this let's i'm going to go through each of these okay you tell me which one you've done on camera <laughs> on camera yeah okay um okay just starting back at the beginning massive ejaculation on the face no urination yes adults appearing to be underage Yes. Subjects involving the dead. No. Subjects involving religion. Mm, no. Shots with appearance of pain or degradation. Yeah. Happens to be my screensaver right <laughs> now. Bukaki. No. Spitting or saliva mouth to mouth. Yes. Yes. Food used as sex object. Yes. Yes. Anything other than a banana? Uh, no. I just tried the banana. You know those grapes, papaya. 
Just papaya. Think about it, grapefruit. Well, I was thinking about cucumber, but you have to make sure that you slice off the little prickly things. Well, no, grapes, papaya is a, the, the hot dogs. No, <laughs> <laughs> the hot dogs. <laughs> you get two for $5 and you get a juice. <laughs> uh, food used to sex. Coffins. No. Blindfolds. Yes. Wax dripping. Yes. Two penises in near one mouth. Not on camera. <laughs> Shot of stretching vagina. Yes. Now, what does that mean exactly? Um, they just make you like sit in a funky position and just open your vagina so people go like look inside of it. Oh, I, I see. Stretching. Okay. That seems like a harsh word. Well, I mean, sometimes they'll try to like fit bigger objects in there, but like like large toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, they just want you to open it up. I, I've never been a fan of that. It's weird to me. Like, why? I don't need to see the inside. It's like looking at the cow before you eat the burger. Like, it's weird. You're exactly right. It's too deep. Yeah. Why not just get a microscope? In there, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not a medical uh, d- uh, I'm, professional. I'm not, I feel like I'm not qualified to look at a vagina. I can't give you a pap smear. <laughs> Bondage type toys or gear, unless yes. very light. Okay. Yes. Uh, fisting. Yes. Squirting. Yes. <laughs> You squirt? Yeah. Is it? Can you squirt at will? Uh, yeah. Now, what's the difference in in squirting and urinating? Because um, some people say, because uh, the I've heard hole women, it comes I, out of. I've, okay, because I've heard women say, like, oh yeah, but I, I I squirt. What that means is I'm about to piss all over your bed. No, no, it's a completely different fluid. Well, um, that's what squirting I Squirting comes out of the actual vaginal canal. I mean, you can pee sometimes. Like it does happen because all, everything's going kind of crazy down there, and you can't control it. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, the nobody's t- complaining. It comes out of the different hole. Again, if you if you get the dry mouth, you know it can yeah, be handy. Yeah, uh, I've done that too. You've drank your own. Uh, well, not my own, but uh, I've had somebody I've squirting been, in yeah, your mouth. Yeah, Cytheria. So who? Cytheria. Cytheria is a person. Yeah. Now, what is the name of the substance that comes out when you squirt? I don't know. It's just a. Lady juice? Lady juice. Yeah, lady juice. Interesting. Uh, And is it uh, potent enough to get a person pregnant? No. No. Uh, Bondage type toys. uh, Girls sharing same dildo in mouth or vagina. That sounds like your kind of thing. The the, the The, the sharing. Um, Well, no. I've done like where I've had it in my mouth and then put in someone's vagina. But like when it goes... um, the two vaginas we normally like will clean them off. Well, it says sharing the same dildo in mouth or vagina. So that's mouth to vagina. Yeah, mouth to vagina. Hands from two different people fingering same girl. Yes. I think this list is dirtier than the movies. Pretty much. <laughs> Jesus. Male, male penetration, obviously not. Transsexuals. Yes. Now, what sort of a transsexual did you have sex with? Um, I worked with Tiffany Starr and uh, Jonelle Brooks. Who is okay now? What what is their deal? Are they are they both like? Do they look like women w- who have penises? They are women that happen to have penises, correct? Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, th- so, uh, I I was wondering if they were shapely with breasts or if they were. Like yeah. No. 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 They were fully. I guess there's only changed. one way to go with that, right? Well, a lot of times when the, they're shooting in movies, um, they've already like they've gone through the hormones, like like they've changed, like they're completely changed. Like Jonelle Brooks, um, I was the first female she's ever been with. Mm. Um, and Tiffany Starr, on the other hand, um, she prefers women sleeping with women over men. Yeah. Uh, and you were the first female for um, Janelle Brooks. Yes, uh, it was just a blowjob scene, but I was the first girl that's ever sucked her dick before. Oh, uh, she must have loved that. It was interesting. She had her boyfriend um, there, so uh, for support, but she she did it all right. 
So she had a boyfriend mm-hmm. who likes to suck dick. Well, he likes her. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes the guys they don't do oral sex. I'm never really. Can you imagine having a a, a transsexual uh, sex partner mm-hmm. who you don't want to touch their genitalia and only have anal sex or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, anal. Well, that's very interesting. Bisex. Yes. Obviously, di- uh, degrading dialogue, e.g., suck this cock, bitch, while slapping her face with a penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not degrading dialogue until you're slapping until her in the face you're slapping the face with a penis. Yeah, um, that sounds like the beginning of a duel. You versus I'm definitely cock. degrading talk, but never. Um, I have a thing. I don't like being slapped in the face with anything. Like I'll play with the cock around my mouth and like hit my face yeah. like with it myself, but I won't let another person know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you let your vagina be stretched and fit. <laughs> but I have my boundaries. I have my boundaries. You know, yeah, slap in the face with a penis probably is like But if you're, like, when I, like, if I'm doing a blowjob scene, I would take it and just, like, play with it around my mouth or whatever. Guys, like, watching that for some reason. Uh, yeah, well, it just breaks it up, you know. Yeah. I tell you, I've never been into that kind of a scene. I don't like a blowjob scene. I don't like a, I don't like dicks in porn at all. No. I just don't like it. What's that say about me? You probably know. You've done a lot of porn. Psychologically, um, does that, what does that mean? That you like, you prefer Not like lesbian into dicks. porn? You prefer like girl girl porn? Girl girl, or just like even in any sort of voyeur masturbation stuff? You're into that kind of thing? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or I, I don't want to, you know what I was into for a while? Asian massage porn. Oh, I've done a couple of those types of scenes. Yeah. Where it's just like the girl giving another girl a massage and then. And then it gets a little out of hand. Yeah. But it, ha- it, it, it no, I tell you what, the, the, the Asians who did that stuff can really make it convincing. <laughs> because you go, well, I don't know what the rules are, wherever they are. You know, mm-hmm. the guy's got like a lab coat, so he looks like he's kind of medical. And he's like, you know, putting his hands all over and stuff. You know, and he's fully clothed. And he's like, uh, you know, rubbing. She's like, and they'll like just reach too far. And then she's like, oh, you know, she's oh, like, I like it she too. protests at first, you know, and then like he keeps doing it. He's like, no, this is happening. And uh, yeah, it's, it <laughs> it's eventually she gets to where she likes it. You see, that's yeah, Asian massage porn. Incest topics. Yes. Okay. What sort of an incest scene? Um, it was a really. I didn't realize that it was going to be an incest scene when I shot it. But you get uh, there, and your dad's there. <laughs> oh god, that'd be so awkward. No, it Jesus. was. Um, we actually had to do a disclaimer after the video saying that we are not actually mother and daughter. It was um, something, mommy, me, and the gangster. Um, so it was me and my daughter, uh, and we have sex with her gangster boyfriend. Um, but this was the first time that, like, I've done, sex, done a mother-daughter scene where, like, I actually had to mess around with the daughter. Like, not obviously my real daughter, but it was... Um, oh, you were the daughter, the mother. I was the mother, and th- oh, there was another girl. Oh, that's so girl. funny. I was imagining you as the daughter. When <laughs> <you said laughs> that's that. so yeah. cute. No, I always played the mom. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's what you get when you start porn when you're 30. You started at thirty. Yeah, that's old for the for the start. Yeah, I'll be damned. Wow, that's really something. That means I could get into porn. Yeah, someday when I turn thirty. <laughs> uh, for sex rape themes. Yes. Okay, and and uh, the last one is animals. No. But prior to that, it's black men, white women themes. I yeah. can't believe that's, that's on, on this list. I'm v- I'm really taken aback by that. That's actually. Th- is Come on, Cambria. That is actually really weird. I mean, what? When was this? When did he write this list? Two thousand. 
I mean, it's not 1950. Yeah, but still. Um, well, because a lot of times when it comes with um, the interracial porn, especially when it's like a white woman and a black man, um, they make it very degrading for the white woman. Like, they make it super degrading. Not all of the scenes, but a lot. In what way? Um, how is uh, One of the scenes that I did, it was um, watching my mom go black, where I have, like, my fake son, and he, like, messes something up, like, messes up, like, this gangster's car or whatever. Of course, he has to be a gangster or a thug, because uh-huh. it's all very stereotypical. That's and then, boring, um, right? and then uh, I basically have to fuck this black guy while he watches. <laughs> to make up for the damage done to the car. Correct. That's pretty degrading. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, gee, I have to. Yeah, I, I noticed that you're very, uh, yeah, that you have a pliable um, sort of a, a, a personality, and one of the, the, we did the um, one of the things we that we sh- played for you that you heard mm-hmm. was this uh, glory hole scene. Oh yeah. And so the guy, <laughs> there's a glory hole, and you're like, oh, what the, and and uh, and 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 the guy says, oh hey, you, I, you can't be, you're drawing on the wall, mm-hmm. and he's like, you can't be drawing on the wall like that, and you're like, what, and. and you know, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. He's like, well, then you got to suck this. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Okay. And I thought, wow, that is, if only it was that easy in real life. <laughs> you know? but, you n- but I've never walked up on a woman who was doing graffiti. And been like, you need to suck this so you don't get in trouble. And <laughs> I've never seen them doing it. Even even if even if that would work, I wouldn't have had the opportunity. <laughs> By the way, Paul Cambria looks like a real perv. Look at that. He oh looks yeah. like a real weirdo. He's helped out the industry a lot with a lot of stuff. That is um that is a really weird list. I'm gonna ask one of my lawyer friends from the adult industry to see if he knows about that list. Please do, yeah. The Cambria list. Paul Cambria now he's the uh, uh, and, and and thanks by the way to Ash there in Australia. He's the one who kind of put us on the Patrick Kane case and you can hear us analyzing that case on uh, Patreon.com myself. And Jim Pope, we do like a little uh, satellite or bonus podcast on Patreon.com, and it's called uh, Free Consultation. Attorney Jim Poke uh, knows about stuff, and so we discuss the uh, the uh, Patrick Kane case in some detail. We talk about stuff there that's uh, outside of, uh, strictly speaking, New York City every once in a while. And so that's where we got heard about that lawyer. And I thought it would be interesting, you know, with you since you're in the porn industry. Or yeah. Now people can see you uh, at uh, a, a regular live show as well. Right? Yeah, I have um, I have a couple different shows. I do um, schooled comedy. Um, that's about every two weeks yeah. at um, the Standing Room in Long Island City. And then I have Cutthroat Comedy at the Cutting Room, which is um, the thirtieth of September at ten p.m. Uh-huh. Then I have cool. UGG Comedy on Tuesday. I have that show I'm doing. Sounds great. Yeah. Where, and, and where's the, the one central location to find out about all that stuff? AliyahJanine.com. It's A-L-I-A-J-A-N-I-N-E.com. You knew how to spell it anyway. Nobody's listening at this point. No. It's I love this uh, this <laughs> part of the show where it gets real relaxing. Because I want to tell you guys, I want to tell you, oh, and you can know, about this uh, show that's a three-course meal, and it's, I mean, it's it's really out of this world. This guy, Chef, uh, Ryan Smith, he's a fan of New York City Crime Report. He goes, you know, you should put a show together. So we did, and we are. We've done it a few times. We did it about quarterly. Mm-hmm. We do a show, a comedy show. It's a stand-up show. And there's, like, uh, food served. And between, and it's like, the courses come, and then there's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a hell gig, but it's not. It's very fun. Uh, October 10th is the next one. Hey. I booked a couple of people on it. It's a little pricey. But uh, I remember trying to have a contest. or I'm terrible with contests. Yeah. 
So just buy the damn tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's down in Tribeca at the uh, New York Vintners, and it's uh, October tenth. New York Vintners. If you if you're the kind of person who spends every once in a while hundred or hundred fifteen dollars on a really nice meal, uh, I'll be there having the same meal. I won't be paying, but I will have uh, some <laughs> comedians with me too. So it's like uh, you'll see like five comics. And you get me. like dinner. Oh, that's actually kind of fun. And you get like dinner, yeah. And it's it's you know it would be a special thing for most people. Mm-hmm. Some people have that kind of money to blow. One hundred fifteen bucks. I feel weird saying it. Yeah, that is. I feel strange. Well, because especially it. when so many comedy shows are like free or five dollars in the city, <laughs> but you're not just getting comedy people. You're getting a three course yeah. meal. It, and it's really good. It's always really good. I mean, like yeah. I've never had it be bad. Uh, they, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some things. That last time I was there, it was this pork. Uh, it was it was he called it a porkalypse now, and it was all this different barbecue and uh, pork and stuff and corn on the cob. Ryan Smith, incredible chef. And they throw this thing up every once in a while there at uh, New York Vintners, a wine store that they kind of convert. It's a pop-up deal. I'm not sure right. it's legal. I think strictly <laughs> speaking, you know, it's not legal, but um, uh, you're, you'll be safe. Don't worry. Uh, also, um, you won't. Uh, t- we've been talking about Caroline's forever. I talk about Caroline's. And you mm-hmm. can do that. Well, that's not. Uh, that we're on hiatus, I guess. For uh, desperation today. Yeah. Yeah. It means they're not returning my calls. <laughs> oh, no. It's <laughs> yeah. weird, right? Yeah, the guy goes Are they ghosting vacation. you? Is Caroline's ghosting I you? I think I got ghosted by Caroline. <laughs> but that's okay cuz I'm real busy anyway. I'm kind of maybe I'm ghosting them because I'm 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 busy transitioning New York City Crime Report into something people can watch. Right. People will be able to see a visual completely different vision of the show. It's going you know you listen to so I, I it always bums me out if you have something that's like take it to podcast mm-hmm. and now you can see me saying it. Yeah. Well, we're going to do but it's going to be better than that. Uh, we did our pilot episode on anthonycumia.com. People seem to like it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought that, like, yeah, it could be tighter. Uh, and and uh, an hour and a half was a little long. Cut down to an hour. And, um, you know, more pictures. More <laughs> pictures. <laughs> but, you know, you got to admit that, the, you know, you, you got to see uh, everything you wanted to see with news for Mandy Statmiller. And uh, Chris Laker was certainly all over town. And, and Jim Polk, finally in the flash, bald Jimmy. Uh, I had to be fun. I, 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 anyway, I'm really patting myself on the back here, but I had a great time doing it, and, and we're going to be doing it some more, looks like. So be ready for that if you want to check out anthonycumia.com. And, you know, whenever I have another thing coming up on, on there, like for sure, like the, the next episode we're shooting, uh, we'll do it'll go live, and then it'll still be up there. Like you can still watch the pilot now. It stays. And I will let you know. That is the deal. What is your ink on your arm? It's great. Which one? That. This arm? Yeah. Um, well, that's the giving tree right there. And then that's the black mamba with the ghost orchid. I don't know what those things are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks that's for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.